Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turned executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor Podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. Hello, everyone. This is Sue Barber. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. I am so excited today to share with you an interview with Susie DeVille. Susie DeVille is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs build wildly successful businesses by rediscovering their creativity and leveraging the power of their true nature. She's an author, coach, and entrepreneur who built and sold a highly profitable real estate firm. She has been researching innovation and creativity since 2005. She is the founder and CEO of the Innovation and Creativity Institute and trained as a coach with Dr. Martha Beck. Her first book, Buoyant, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Becoming Wildly Successful, Creative and Free, will be published in September of 2022. I'm so excited for you to hear from Susie today. I first met her when I was in the Top 3 Book Workshop, and we're both writing our books together, and we met and instantly found a connection between the things that we were trying to do. She's helping entrepreneurs, I'm helping leaders, and we just had a lot in common. I just love her energy and the things that she's doing out in the world. I'm taking her class right now that you'll hear a little bit more about in the interview. And it's really been transformational for me because it's brought out this side of creativity that sometimes I don't know that we always pay attention to because we're focused on the logical side of our brain and not always the creative side. And so I wanted to share this interview with you because I think it might open your eyes into things that you hadn't considered in how you can solve problems as a leader, how you can look at things from a different perspective and really start to use your right brain to help you do that. Susie, I am so excited to have you here today. I'm just gonna jump into the first question. So here we go. I absolutely love the title of your book, Buoyant. Why was this book important for you to write? I had to write this book because I was desperate to understand the 12 plus years of research I had done on innovation and creativity. And I had all of these threads of information, all of these insights, all of these direct experiences with coaching clients. And I didn't have a complete picture of how it all fit together. And in order for me to really understand what I thought, I had to write it. And after about two years of working on the draft, I ended up with this sort of gloppy, drippy mass of clay, which <laughs> which I know you understand as an author. I do. Um, and then was able to shape it and refine it. And it was through this writing and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting that I found all of the connecting elements and finally was able to put all the pieces together. And it was as cathartic of of an experience as you can possibly imagine. (laughs) I can relate to that. I feel the same. Mine was was very similar when I wrote mine. And for those listening, I was an early reader of her book and it is amazing. 
I think my biggest takeaway was that it's important to leverage the creativity that you have in a bigger way. And she has created this book, you know, it's for entrepreneurs, but I can see a lot of crossover for leaders, you know, people who are just in different types of roles where creativity may not be used. You're using more of the logical side of your brain and creativity could actually help you innovate and solve problems And I think what I wrote to her is, you know, I feel like she gave me a permission slip that I didn't know I needed to let go of stuff and begin (laughs) to trust myself. So what are you hoping that readers take away from your book? I want readers to understand that we have been misguided our whole lives by the greater culture. And the messaging that we have been given is that there are select few people who have the wand from the creativity genie placed upon their head, and the rest of us are just kind of out of luck. That is completely untrue. And I really want entrepreneurs, leaders, students, advocates for social change, creators of all kinds to really understand that we are all creative. It is innate. What has happened is that through our own experiences growing up, through our own Uh, cultural experiences, limiting beliefs. Over time, we have been separated from our creativity, but it's all there. It is 100% all there. We just have to do what I call a little bit of archaeology of the self to uncover all of that that is within us, chisel away the concrete that is weighing us down and separating us from our inspiration. And is a journey that is both transformational to go through and it's also completely delicious and joyful to reconnect and kind of bring yourself home to yourself. Yeah, so I taking Susie's class, which is called the Sketchbook Entrepreneur Masterclass, and I can exactly say what she's talking about right there, is happening for me. <laughs> uh, I, I call it a breakthrough experience because I have been the person that grew up thinking I couldn't draw, I couldn't write, I couldn't do all these things. And I, you know, I'm doing all these creative things now. And she has allowed us to let go of our perfectionism and paint and create things in her class. And it's been so much fun. I can't even tell you how much fun it has been. I can't wait to do more of it, even though the class is ending soon, which I'm sad about. But I love that so much because it's helping us be able to look at things differently. What have your experiences been with other people outside of me in the class? Like, what are they getting from being a part of it? I am overwhelmed and completely dazzled, not surprised, but thrilled out of my mind by what is happening with everybody in this course, because we have a very interesting spectrum of backgrounds, educational experiences, Uh, experiences and sort of phobias around creativity, (laughs) Um, different industries. Some people are entrepreneurs, some people are not. So it has been a really wonderful uh, spectrum of um, differences in order to really kind of test how different people respond to this uh, material and this experience. And to a person, what's happening is that people are telling me things like, I am in touch with a part of myself that I never thought I would reclaim. Um, This has been incredibly healing for me on a personal level and a professional level. 
One person who was writing a book said to me that she now understands in a very unique and compelling way who, our, who her ideal reader is, who her market is, and how to reach them. She has also developed uh, some compelling marketing ideas that are a direct result of her time in the course. Uh, there is a photographer in the course who is doing some amazing work, has branched out of what his typical go-to style is. He has discovered an entirely new part of himself, which is showing up literally in Technicolor in his art. Um, so it is a, it's a cross-section of finding success and freedom through the process of art making. And as you go through this transformational experience, you, you discover that you can leapfrog right over the moat of self-doubt simply through the act of creating. And if you had told me that four years ago, I would have completely laughed in your face and said, you were <laughs> lying to me. There was no way that could happen. But that's completely tied to this whole concept of visibility, in my opinion. Because when we're holding ourselves back, it's not just because of fear that we don't step forward, step into roles or step into the, the, the light of uh, being seen fully. It's fear that is rooted in self-doubt. Do we have what it takes? Who are we anyway to, to believe that we can do X, Y, and Z? What is the response going to be to us? And art making is your bridge over all of that. So it is, it is so interesting to me that we're having this conversation because inspired creativity is at the top of the process. And it's through this journey of creating that takes us to the shores where we want to land. And it enables us to embrace vulnerability in a way that we have most likely held ourselves back from because of fear of things like perfectionism and judgment and perhaps having um, negative comments come our way. So visibility is possible when we're willing to go to the threshold between ourselves and the blank page or the equivalent of whatever the blank page is and just make that first mark, just make that first step. And that, once you're there, you are off and running. Uh, it's just so fascinating to me just to see, because you know, like, I know all these people that you're talking about and the experiences that they're having in the class, and I'm seeing it firsthand. So for anyone who's listening, if you have the opportunity to take her class the next time she offers it, I would highly, highly recommend it. It has really, like I mentioned, kind of given me a lot of breakthroughs but I can see a lot of application for being able to solve problems, looking at them differently, being able to see yourself as a leader in a different way. And just like she talked about, you know, being able to allow yourself more visibility and vulnerability and not be a perfectionist. And I just want to commend you, Susie, because you have given us all the safe space to be able to do that. And it takes a special person to do that. Well, that is very kind of you to say. Thank you. Um, I am... Definitely my, um, my, the earlier version of me is my ideal client. I absolutely used to hold myself back. I, I used to hide. I still have 
my moments where I don't want to step forward and I don't want to uh, play a bigger game. So it is an ongoing process for me too. And I think because I am just a few steps down the road that it's easy for me to remain compassionate and have empathy. And I, I will never race ahead of somebody who is a client or somebody who is in a class. I will always come make sure you are right there with me <laughs> um, and go, go through the process in a way that, is, that feels good and joyful and safe and stretches you at the same time. We can't, we can't get beyond the bonds that hold us back if we're not willing to, to be a little courageous and step forward. But I do create a safe space and one that I think is very fun where you can sort of forget um, because you're having fun, you, you sort of forget that you're um, stepping beyond your, your, your regular comfort zone. Right, it's <laughs> happening and you don't even realize it's happening. You're just, you're just playing with paint and stuff. Yeah, it's so fascinating. Well, I have loved all of this. I want to ask you some what I call rapid fire questions, the rise up and be visible quick tips. And I really want to hear your answers on these because I think there's just a lot of things that people can learn from your experience and, and what you have done. So the first one is, and this is a fill in the blank, visibility is? Possible when we show the world who we truly are. Do you have any advice or a tip that you could share with the listeners on what you've done to be visible? Truly the embracing of letting myself be completely lost in the moment of creating and beginning that process by doing the opposite of what I want to do, which is to start with a tiny little mark or a tiny little movement, I will force myself to go bold. And that seems to ignite this magical process. Yeah, interesting. It's just taking one action, right? Even if it maybe feels scary, but doing it anyway. Exactly. What is the one piece of leadership or career advice that you received that helped you the most? Well, it's a two-parter. And these both came from my dad. And the first is, do all the good you can in the world. And the second is deliver an extraordinary experience for your clients and your customers. Well, as your friend and as someone in your class, I can attest that you are doing both <laughs> very well. Dad, dad should be very proud. <laughs> okay. And the last one is what books have you read recently that you love and would recommend to the listeners? Well, if you are a poetry fan, I highly recommend David White's newest collection of poetry, which is called Still Possible. And I have recently reread two books, which I probably could recite by heart. <laughs> But they're so great and they're perfect for someone who is grappling with visibility. And that is, the first one is called If You Want to Write. And this is a book by Brenda Euland. And this is wonderful regardless if you are trying to write or not. It is perfect for any kind of a creator, any leader. And her 
prose and her character are completely charming and delightful. You will get a lot out of that book. And the second is the classic Anne Lamott's Bird by Bird. If you haven't read it, you have to read it. It's just required for humans. (laughs) (laughs) I do have the Bird by Bird one. I have not heard of the first one, though, so I will definitely check that out. Love that. Okay, so you have been such a delight to have here, and I am lucky enough to get to talk to you all the time. So I'm thrilled that you agreed to be here and share what you're doing in the world with the listeners. Do you have another masterclass coming up that people might be able to join? I do. We will um, open the registration again in June, and classes will start in early July. And they will, it will be another six-week course. And this is a live course that's taught online. And um, if you want to go to imetsusie.com, you can connect with me through all the social channels that way. And you can also get to my website that way. And you can sign up for my newsletter, which is free, and it comes out on Fridays. And I will announce to my newsletter readers when that registration opens up. And of course, I would love to have folks join us. Yeah, if you're ready to tap into some more of your creativity and just have fun. It's such a fun class. I also wanted to highlight there's some things in her book that just really changed the way I saw creativity. And if you're looking for some more insights in that. Her book is coming out in September, and I know you're in the the place where I was not that long ago of trying to get it out in the world. So (laughs) I know how much work that takes. (laughs) But we are all going to be so much more grateful because you have done that. So I'm so excited for that to happen. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. Well, thank you for being here and spending time with us. And I will make sure all of Susie's links are in the show notes for everyone and the information that she just shared with you so you can possibly sign up for her class and get on her newsletter and find out more about what she's doing in the world. She is just just an amazing person. So thank you for being here, Susie. Sue, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.